What's up, guys? You are now listening to the Post Credits Podcast. I am your host, Ryan Swart, and today I will be joined with my friend T. You may know him from Tea Time. I don't know if you've seen him on YouTube, but he also does movie reviews um, and discussions and things of that nature. And he'll be here to talk about Iron Man 1 with me. This is going to be part of uh, the Marvel Cinematic Universe series that I'm doing leading up to Infinity Wars. Um, this particular episode is one of a special launch that I'm doing that includes three. Iron Man 1, The Incredible Hulk, and then Black Panther because it just came out and we had to talk about that as soon as possible. Um, but yeah, if you want to get at me, you can go ahead and follow me on Twitter at Swartmain, S-W-A-R-T-M-A-Y-N-E. And Instagram at Swartness, S-W-A-R-T-N-E-S-S. And I hope you enjoy the show, guys. Welcome home, sir. Put up the scanner, will you? What happened over there? I have my eyes open. I want to protect the people I put in harm's way. A man with a dozen of these can rule all of Asia. Yeah, I can fly. Yeah, this is the Iron Man episode. We're talking about Iron Man 1 today. Iron person. Yes. Iron Iron dude. Um, Robert Downey Jr. That's my guy. He crushed it. Uh, and so I, I can't wait to, like, watching it again, I can't wait to talk about this. I, I was anticipating this pod almost as much as I was the Black Panther one. Like, yes, sir. When I rewatched it, I was really happy about it. But, uh... But anyway, before we really get into it, uh, tease anything you want to tell the audience before we get started. Uh, talking about tea time. You uh, anything you want to give a shout out to? Of of course, you should definitely uh, uh, like and subscribe youtubecom slash tea time, and uh, don't forget to follow me on Twitter as well at t h e m i g h t i e s t capital T E E that's a lot and there's going to be <laughs> that's a lot and we're going to we're going to put we're going to put that notations for you to follow so you can just click and then y'all will be good to go but iron iron dude iron dude it's a really good movie iron man is a really good movie uh, i enjoy iron man a lot yeah there was uh, this was another one of those where it's like you can watch it and try to find stuff you don't like, but it's just good as fuck the whole time. I was really into it, like because when I watched it the top for this review, I'm watching it a little bit different than the first time. I'm watching it to see more. I'm literally it sounds bad, but I'm watching it to see what isn't good about the movie because I know I liked it. Yeah. And man, it took almost the whole movie before anything happened that I was just like, eh. Like, the whole thing was exciting. I was watching it with my cousin. Yeah. And it felt like a new movie to him. He forgot a lot of it. Like, me, I remembered quite a bit. But he had forgotten a lot. And there were some scenes where I just looked up. And you could tell the way a person's sitting and just their body language yeah. and how into it he was. He was he was fully into this movie. He enjoyed it so much. I could tell he was reacting to all kinds of stuff. And it was, it was great. This was one of those things where uh, I have to say... Like it, it's it Looking back, it's like this movie was maybe even better than I thought when I initially watched it because this movie, despite the Hulk flopping, pretty bad and just not being that great of a movie, I think, in general to a lot of people, uh, there was some Hulk fatigue going on. But you can check out the Hulk pod; you can hear kind of the conversation we have about that. Um, but the fact that this was able to be so great to get things kick started off 
the way they wanted to. It's like they wanted two movies to, to kick it off, but really it's like one just put it like Robert Downey Jr. basically put this shit on his fucking back. And from there, then it got good. Like Captain America came out and it was really good. Thor started off a little shaky to me, but it got great with Ragnarok and they just kept it coming. Um, but yeah, they, it started with Iron Man 1, in my opinion. Now, I want, I want to be, uh, I want to clear something up real quick. So, Iron Man 1 was the movie that kicked it off, and then it was the, the Incredible Hulk came out shortly thereafter. I thought it was the other way around. Mm-mm. It, uh, it was Iron Man 1. Now, okay. I would, well, uh, I wasn't talking in yeah. literal order, but okay. they did come out yeah, close. Yeah, yeah. Like, okay. they were both, uh, like, I imagine, like, looking, like, 10 years ago, it's like they came out at the same time. Yeah. So, basically, I, Iron Man is like, very very important to the MCU because number one it was the movie that that kicked off the whole thing it was the Kickstarter you know but it's also just a super important movie because you know being real no one really gave a fuck about Iron Man no one no one I'm I'm not trying to like be like he wasn't Spider Man he's not Batman he's that's, not the whole yeah yeah this is this not is those guys. yeah this is this is the, the like the the afterthought because like Iron Man showed some like balls like oh this yeah. is this is a Marvel movie that came out after arguably one of the best superhero movies ever made at the time which was the Dark Knight. That's true. Yeah. The that dark the Dark Knight the Dark Knight dropped like a year uh, before Iron right. Man. It's like my early high school years. Yeah. Right. Yeah. A year before Iron Man that movie dropped and then. Uh, in the same year, in 2007, um, what was that movie? Uh, yeah, the Spider-Man 3 came out the same year. So yeah. it's just like... So th- there was like a pretty, like, people were you know getting used to seeing good superhero movies. Like, nobody, nobody was checking for, nobody, nobody asked for Iron Man. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I nobody. Was surpri- like, I remember when it came out, I was like, Iron Man? Because I knew who that guy was. I wasn't a comic book guy. Um... But I did play so many video games, and I had an Iron Man game on PlayStation 1, and I played that shit religiously for, like, I don't know, like, a good little chunk of time during my childhood. So, Iron Man, like, stuck with me. So, I was excited about it, just like anybody would be. But, yeah, I I will admit that it was kind of, it was a weird feeling. It was like, Iron Man? Like, there's a lot of other superheroes. Y'all want to do Iron Man? And they fucking nailed it. Like, they had their reasons, and you see why once you see the movie. Yeah. Yeah, like, literally, we were expecting something... Like, after The Dark Knight, I was just really just waiting for the next Batman movie. I really wasn't, like... Yeah, that's all I was anybody just like, was worried about. I was, just like, I was just like, Iron Man. And then they showed that trailer, and I was like, bro, this shit looks tight, so let's go see some Iron Man. And I was shocked in how good it was. I really was. Like, that movie was better than it had any right to be. And it was because of that that, you know, it basically started this fad, this trend of just, like... Okay, we need to we need to we need to make an effective origin story, and then we need to make a universe surrounding it. That's how DC got fucked up because you can't, you shouldn't try to duplicate. I shouldn't say you shouldn't try to duplicate something like that, but now but not just for the sake of like, oh, I have to do it. Like, you know take your time and do it your way. That's yeah. That's also something like that. Iron Man movie was in development for like a minute, so. Yeah. They didn't even probably start that until they knew the direction they were going to go in at yeah. least about three to five years in advance, I'm sure. Basically, you can tell by the way they prepared basically. these movies. And they had and they had a plan. Mm-hmm. So this movie is just super, super important to the MCU in general because 
Number one, if this movie wasn't successful, there would not be a universe. I want, I want to, I want to go out and say that right now. If this movie wasn't a critical success, it would have been just Iron Man one, two, and three. I, I fully believe that. I fully believe I don't that. No, I would say, I would say that the trilogy wouldn't happen. They would still try the first movies of the other ones, though, like Thor. But yeah, I, I agree though. Like it, the, the things would have really slowed down and maybe even came to a complete halt a couple years after. Yeah, I feel this movie flopped. Yeah, I think that's better actually. I feel like if I feel like if like basing on the success of this movie would would they build a universe at, off this? Yeah. Cuz the Hulk didn't help. It it really got not it, not not at all. Yeah, that's it had why to be all Iron Man. And that's time. why and that's why I say that because it's just like you know, backdooring the Hulk came out and nobody watched that. So based on the success of that it was like, okay, are we going to make a universe? All right, yeah, because this movie was a, a smash hit. Yeah. And it was a smash hit. This movie was just, just um, super, super excellent. Well, let, let's talk about some of the reasons why it was a, such a hit. Uh, for one, and you can actually, I'm going to just say this, and then we could kind of stop the episode here. Robert Downey Jr. Like, yeah. if you remove him from, he's one of the most, like, he's LeBron when it comes to this movie. Like, you you needed him. Like, not saying other people had bad performances, because they were well. Like, I think Jeff Bridges was his? Yeah, was Jeff, that, wow. Jeff Bridges was really good. <laughs> Gwyneth Paltrow, uh-huh. I really, it, like, I enjoyed all the scenes with her. Like I said, those are usually the scenes in superhero movies that kind of aren't as good. Like, the little love develop, you know, the developing the love story. But they had great chemistry. And um, Robert Downey Jr. was just dope. Like, I loved every, from the jump when he was just being, like, a self-absorbed asshole. And he was, like, in the truck with a, with the military guys. And he was like, oh, you can take a picture. And, like, oh, no gang signs. Like, it was just, it was funny as fuck. Yeah. Um, but in, like, real little subtle ways. Like, it, well, you weren't laughing out loud, but you just enjoyed hearing him talk. And he just owned the screen when he was on it. And, which and, is which is what you really need to do in a situation like this. Yeah, like they needed it because Edward Norton didn't do it. Like that's saying because Edward Norton, I would argue, is probably a better actor than Robert Downey Jr. But he did not own the character of Bruce Banner the way Robert Downey Jr. did. It just it was like a disconnect with maybe uh, it was just, like I said that's in that's in that pod. There's a lot of disconnects on the set of the Hulk that led to it not being nearly as good as it should have been. Um, but anyway, um, so yeah, Robert Downey Jr was wonderful uh, and cut the, thing the check is, yeah he got he got he got the cut check, the check. And he, but he made it worth the money like they cut him a lot of money and he he gave him what they needed robert downey um, jr like and that was such a bounce back because he wasn't acting in anything yeah. I, I believe he was he took a i'm he, pretty he, sure that man took a hiatus if like you, if you take away the iron man the the cinematic universe for marvel um, but like, but like, say okay, he starts Iron Man. You take away everything else. He still he had a nice body work after Iron Man. Like Iron Man set him up to do just general Hollywood shit. He was in a lot of solid movies. Like he was. Yeah, he, he was, was in Sherlock Holmes. Everybody forgets that. Yeah, he was in some solid movies. Like nothing just crazy, no Oscar worthy stuff. But he was getting roles in some pretty big pictures, like some some high budget films. You know, so, I take that back too because he was. I'm looking this up right now, and this dude was in like. He wasn't in a lot of movies, but he was in some pretty. He was in some pretty dope ones, like uh, what is that, Gothica? Talking about beforehand. Yeah, yeah. He was in uh, Gothica. He was in Zodiac. He was in Zodiac. That uh, came after Iron Man. The Shaggy Dog. Yeah, he needed a palate cleanser for sure. And then Charlie Bartlett before that. So for you up and for you people who are just getting in the movies, as an Anton Yelchin figure, you should check that out. Yeah, this dude had a crazy 2008 because he was in 
Tropic Thunder the same year, so. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, Robert, so, but I think, like, when Iron Man was definitely, like, uh, the Robert Downey Jr. songs, because this dude was in everything after this movie. After that, he was in a good one to two a year off, Go. like, Soloist, like his sleep. <laughs> Sherlock Holmes, yeah. Due Date. <laughs> Dude, hey, that's the movie I was thinking of. Yeah, when he was traveling. That was that was funny. That was Sherlock Holmes too. This dude was in everything. Yeah. So Robert Downey Jr. gave such a great performance that he basically kickstarted the like the the whole second half of his career in a great way. So shout out to him. But another reason, uh, another huge reason that this movie was that good is because it had a great character arc. It had a little bit of a twist. He started out as the asshole. He found some shit out in that cave once he saw the people were using his weapons for evil and he never really thought about it like that. Like, he had to know the whole time, but he never just, like, it's different when you see some shit right in your face and you're like, man, because of me, innocent people are also dying. This isn't really what I set out to do. Um, but he just, he, it never, he, it never hit that close to home because, like, why would it? He was so far removed from the places he was selling these weapons to. Uh, and then he goes home and fucks two models and it's like whatever you know but now he was like in the midst of it and it was like yo like I'm fighting for my life with these evil ass this evil ass terrorist group and this shit is rare they're using my weapons against me and against like people that can't defend themselves so I thought that like rewatching it like as a teenager when I saw this movie yeah like that was cool but rewatching it again as an adult and just knowing some of the things I know now and the way I look at the world I'm like man that's a really good theme to explore like the this is actually I'm a go like nerdy for a little bit here but this is actually like in it's one all of, nerdy shit this is this it. is this is actually in one of like tony stark's comic books tony stark's comic books this is actually one of marvel's comic books called i think it's the five fears of tony stark and one of those fears that tony stark had was like my weapons getting in the hands of other people mm-hmm. and this was like an overarching thing that has been just that is literally just like haunting him. Like technology has been like his greatest strength, but at the same time, also his greatest weakness, because it was like his thirst for technology and want for knowledge led him to make Ultron, and yeah. he almost you know detonated the planet. And he's making all these advancements so quick, like you know. What's going to happen when other people want a piece? Yeah, he's like scaring himself with his own creation. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just like at the same time. And at the same time, it's just like, oh, you could be, you're a genius, so why aren't you doing more? But if you do more, you got to worry about other people wanting to get like some yeah, of that, a, some of the action. It's a really weird paradox. Yeah, it really is. And, and that paradox alone has led, like, has led Iron Man into just some just outright dangerous situations. Like, um,. Like uh, Age of Ultron and um, like yeah. Age of Ultron, for example, and um, Iron Man three and Iron Man two, which is you know really good movie. You need to check those out. But yeah, one of those fears is uh, that Iron Man had was people you know getting a hold of his stuff. It's a pretty common thing, basically, yeah. and you could do a lot with that because he's creating so much shit that like it's somebody's gonna get a hold of it that shouldn't. And that's like I said that that's when they were at their best with when they're at their best. I'm sorry with the writing with this and like Black Panther when they pick a theme 
that like you can really dive into because it's I, w- I don't want to overuse the word relevant, but it is relevant. But it's just it's like a real issue. Relevant, like it's, relevant. It's it's something that like you, if anybody can say they were in that position, it, they can admit that it would be really they'd be conflicted. And so it's like you can connect with him because you're like, man, I wouldn't know how to go about this either. But I know I wouldn't want innocent people dying because of me. So it, that that story alone made the movie so interesting. When he comes back from that cave after he builds that yeah. dope ass prototype, because he because he built a, like what was it like he gave him like you have to till tomorrow the mark the mark one he it, the mark one he was like yeah you have until tomorrow to finish my he missile. barely had anything done at that point he's like okay kicked in the overdrive took an Adderall you know what I'm saying and with the town on that bitch for sure and blew all like he had a flamethrower he burnt that shit down yeah bro um, shit it was like he made a Cadillac yeah, with all it, of the with he, it was like he made a fully loaded Cadillac in a night yeah, what, what did Jeff Bridges' character, uh, Obadiah, whatever he oh, was Obadiah like? Oh, Obadiah, he was like, Tony Stark built this in a cave with a bunch, with a box of scraps. Like, bro, he was I was like, pissed. he sure fucking did. Yeah, bro. Dude was like, well, sir, it's it's impossible. No, the fuck it isn't. Don't <laughs> tell me it's impossible. And he, and he looked at him and was like, I'm not Tony Stark. Yeah, he was like, well, there lies the issue. It, yeah. that, that was a funny scene. Um, like, we'll we'll Tony get to more about Jeff Hey, what's up, guys? Thanks for listening to the Post Credits Pod. This is your host, Ryan Swart. Just to give you a friendly reminder that if you like what you hear, please subscribe, leave a five-star rating, or just a nice positive review letting me know what you think. And you can put some suggestions in there, too. I'm definitely going to read those things. Um, If you want to get at me, you can follow me on Twitter at Swartmain, S-W-A-R-T-M-A-Y-N-E, or Instagram at Swartness, S-W-A-R-T-N-E-S-S. And now we're going to get back to the show. So it shits on the Hulk immediately. And the Hulk did start out bad, but I just knew when I was watching it. My cousin, who when you hear him on the other pod, he said some pretty outlandish things about how great he thought the Hulk was. Uh, You'll you'll hear it. I'm not going to repeat it. I feel feel so bad. I feel so bad for that movie because the Hulk is a dope comic book character. With yeah, a bunch like, of, we, with we a got bunch into of, a lot of that. A lot with, of stuff to with, explore. Just a bunch of dope lore. And, and like, dude. They just can't ever do it justice. But like I said, uh, when you hear the pod, that's why the people hear the They'll right. hear what, like, you, you kind of think about it, oh, it could be harder to make a Hulk movie than you think that will please yeah, everybody. But I we'll, agree. We'll get into that. But um, uh, I will, like I said, there, there's not a dull moment where Robert Downey Jr. is on the film. Um, but it, the conflict was great. The pacing was good. Like even because it took a while before the suit was really a thing. This is a true origin story. It's not a story about Iron Man doing Iron Man things. It's a story about Tony Stark becoming Iron Man. Yeah. So it's a lot of Tony Stark and a little bit of Iron Man. But when Iron Man is on screen, it's some tight shit. I think my favorite scene is when he goes and saves that village. Uh, that was like over in like yeah. the Middle East or South Asia or yeah. whatever in that region. Um, because he saw he saw the pictures, and so the next day he suited up and was like, "Now nah, we about to fuck these dudes up." That whole like little five minute sequence, he blew up the tank. He had the little targeting system where he killed all the people. Yeah, like, yeah. All that shit. I remember when I was watching it, I was like jaw to the floor. I was like, "Oh, this shit is so dope." And even as an adult, like I said, I I felt like like a 15 14 year old again just watching it. i was like yo this they was so well done the special effects on this movie were great um nothing just felt because you know you there's a lot of shit going on that requires special just like the hulk the hulk looked great too i said that next in the pod um <laughs> i thought the, the cgi and the hulk was well done despite having a lot of things about the movie i didn't like much that i think looked good and it did as well in iron man like everything 
just that whole scene. And then when he flies away, and then he's like on the phone with Terrence Howard, um, and he's like on the bottom of the ship. Like all that was great. It was it was like funny. Uh, still full of charisma, but there's a lot of action, a lot of stuff getting you excited at the same time. My favorite scene in this movie is actually, you know what? Yeah, I think that I think that would be my favorite scene in the movie yeah. too, because it was just the payoff. It was just like, bro, this dude is about to be Iron Man. He's about to... That was the first time you saw Iron that Man was the, doing that was, Iron Man yes, shit. Yes, yes, yes. Before that, yes. he did the test fly, and then he did the shit where he got out of the cave. But that was a prototype. This was the first real just Iron Man out scene where he was just showing. He did like had like three different weapons. And he was in the flying scene was tight. It was just it was great. Um, so that was probably my favorite scene. They they really put that together. Um, the reveals of the suit were dope. Like the reveal of the prototype. Yeah, and I was just so on the edge of my seat when he was like loading up the screen and telling them what to hit. Like and then it was like a dark room and he just pops up and is blowing these motherfuckers out the out the fucking cave. <laughs> um, that whole scene was tight. Every they revealed they basically did three reveals. They revealed that and they revealed. The next prototype, which was like just that fully silver suit, before yeah. he did like the little hot rod color on it, like because Jarvis just has taste, you know, Jarvis is, <laughs> is fresh like that. It was his yeah. idea. Yeah. Um, and so like that reveal was cool because it just showed all the little parts moving and shit. And then he he flew and had the icing. Yeah, and everything. bro. This is the first time uh, like Marvel. You have three reveals and they were all dope. Like you were interested every single time. This is the first time that like the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Well, I I would say Marvel has really just like flex was something different you know because we we're so used to seeing like spider-man and things like this and it's we had like, seen five spider-man movies at this point no no four three we three see. for sure so, no, no, no. so the andrew garfield didn't even start yet that was like nine and ten or ten and eleven i or something. think that was eight it, it was around the time it was but nine. i think it was it was, it was nine it was okay nine. so it we hadn't nine. seen five spider-man movies. it was 2009 we, we had seen three spider-man movies we've we, seen like half a dozen batman movies of, in different eras and we've seen some hulks that shouldn't even be mentioned yeah like and don't so forget we saw some stuff. Yeah, don't forget in 2006 it was the the superman reboot oh god which wait. which to be fair the movie wasn't it wasn't that bad which movie superman Tell superman returns um i did i'm I have nothing to it, offer and, and, and the fact and the fact that you can't remember is probably where it should stay. So yeah. we're gonna move on. <laughs> we're yeah, gonna, we're um, gonna segue. So the the re, like I said, the reveal was worth it because they made every scene leading up to it good. Like anytime Robert Downey Jr. was on screen, I wasn't bored. Like when I was just watching Edward Norton be depressed in the Hulk. You know, I mean, he's the Hulk. I'd yeah, be depressed exactly. too. I, I'd be sad too. Like I get it, and they didn't explore that enough anyway. But I guess let me stop talking about the Hulk. I just I have so many th- negative. Like I, I could do like a whole second part. You, you resent the Hulk. Um, it was fine. The scenes with with Pepper and Stark were really good, and it, you know what I like when a movie like I said this in the Black Panther pod as well. Um, when a movie can build up either a relationship or a character or both. Like in with with just like brief smart little instances, like the scene where she has to come there and like change this shit out. Yeah. Like I really enjoyed that because I was like it, it like it got you into it because you want to see like how what's what's happening, but um also just seeing that like the way they were playing off each other like the chemistry was good and it it made you see that like man they like they have they care about each other yeah without saying like without explaining to you that they're in love and you could is- just you could see it on screen. And that makes that makes a really good movie. And, and this is script. this is how, this is how you build chemistry in a movie, and this is how you pay it off 
in a trilogy. This is how this yeah, is how there's like this their relationship how, has an arc and it pays off. This because is how it you, off this so is well. this is how you develop your characters. So when something happens to the characters or something, you know, or development happens, you care about the characters. It's not like Batman vs Superman where Martha Wayne gets stuck in the warehouse. She could have turned to barbecue chicken in that chair. I don't care. I don't care about I don't care about what happened to her because I don't know her that well. Yeah, you, you didn't let it like they Pepper had a lot of personality. I yeah. love just her lines, like she didn't take his shit and it they they just had like a cute little relationship going and it like I was interested. Like if you're interested in the love interest in a superhero movie, then they're doing a great job because usually you don't give a fuck about those things. And so <laughs> if, if basically they, if they can get you to buy in, you're like, Oh, this is like this is really well done. They paid attention to everything, not just Making sure the CGI and action was good. That's one thing that was like the saving grace of the Amazing Spider-Man Two was the fact that like that Emma Stone was that, great. Yeah, that it was basically uh, I love Emma it was, Stone it was, so it was, much. Uh, it was Gwen Stacy and Peter Parker's relationship and their character development throughout that entire relationship that you know made it really good. They, so. they did have great chemistry. I will say, I remember yeah. that from watching it. I, yeah, I and the, a lot, but they were really good. And together. the fact that you can remember it means that okay, this is this is mm-hmm. this is worth it. Not really. Movies kind of ass, but don't don't quote <laughs> me on that. Um, I, I want to talk to you about uh, we uh, the the Stan Lee cameo. Um, cause I, I, we didn't touch on the Black Panther pod. Um, I, I like to try to ra- kind of rank those in my head. How'd you feel about the Stanley cameo in this one with kind of like the little Hugh Hef nod? Yeah. Remember on the red carpet? Yeah, 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 I, yeah That was yeah. pretty funny. I'm not going to lie though. The Hulk had a really good Stanley cameo. That might've been one of the best things I could say about it. I keep forgetting that Stanley does a cameo in every Marvel movie. Not you, just, for, you forget not just, and then not, you not, watch not, him you're like, oh shit, there's all that Yeah, like not just MCU stuff. It's yeah. like every Marvel movie. Um, No, he, uh, that one, the, the one of the Hulk was so funny when he drank that soda. Uh, they had the gamble. Oh yeah, and, and he fell out. Yeah, that shit was funny. <laughs> um, this one, it was okay. Like you saw on the red carpet, the Black Panther one <laughs> where he took like the chips. Yeah. That was funny because it's like they, they do get you with the unexpected stuff. Like yeah. you don't feel like, oh, Stan Lee might pop up. He just pops up. You're like, oh shit, there he goes. But um, but anyway, uh, moving on. That I just thought that was kind of funny. Bro, I mean, I love Stanley cameos. I feel like a Marvel movie has to have at least. It does. It's one of those things you expect. Just like the after credits, like you have to have it, or else people will be like, yo, what the fuck? Yeah. Like you, you, you're slipping, bro. Yeah. Um, let's talk about uh, the how Jeff Bridges. I, I like I, I like yeah I like I mean I love Jeff Bridges I liked I, him up until he was in a fucking big ass suit. Me too. <laughs> he was so great until he got in there. Let, let me tell you the the line that I literally like. Okay, look at the emoji that I put next to my notes and look at the quote. You ripped you ripped out my targeting system. <laughs> yeah, something about when when he was shooting because remember when he was hanging down yeah. he kept shooting the missiles at him. And then he was like, you ripped out my targeting system. Hold yeah. still. And he missed like three times. I was like, this this is the lowest point of the movie right here. You ripped out my targeting system. It just, it sounded it sounded like something you'd hear in a video <laughs> it was game. So, it was or, so, maybe, or maybe the comic. Because you know, the comics get pretty corny. No, like, it sounded like something from something think, like that. I don't, I don't know. I don't think nothing. You, you that. ripped out my targeting system. Oh, how fucking convenient. <laughs> I don't know. I, I wasn't really feeling that part. Uh, the whole fight scene in general, I think the only thing I thought was pretty cool. I did think, like, when I didn't know what he was planning, I thought the move with the scene where he, like, did the whole, like, ice thing. Like, oh, you didn't prepare for this, motherfucker. 
motherfucker yeah. like icing over the suit. I thought that was you know it was clever. It was like some Tony Stark type shit, you know. Definitely. Um, and then the scene, but the scene when they're fighting on the highway, or that part of the fight scene at least, and then he like grabs the motorcycle. I was like, that was like some cool like Transformers shit going on. Like it was real reckless. Like I wanted to see a little bit more of that. But like I said, it, it, this this film didn't have the budget that two and three and then most of the other Marvel films did and they weren't going to waste money on that when they knew they had Avengers and stuff coming I get it but I will say the fight scene at the end of this movie was a, was like one of the it was just I, I was ready for it to end almost I was like okay like Iron Man's gonna win he said I'm ready for it to end um, I, I, well, my, I think the first time I pro- I'm sure I didn't feel that way but yeah. the second time I was like I know he's gonna win this isn't interesting enough for me to just watch the whole thing and be like, I started looking at my phone a little bit. I was like, he's going to win. But why, why the fuck did Pepper Pig run out of the bit? Like she, she had a 20 foot, God only knows how much it weighed, but a 20 foot robot chasing her with the fucking sociopath inside of it. And she runs right outside of the building and stops. Did you think he was going to stop chasing you once you made it outside of the building? I mean, like, I know that's that, nitpicking. I just, when I was watching it, me and my cousin were like, bitch, get in a car and drive. Get on the fucking highway. Like, honestly, like... It was it, one of those, if like, I'm her, moments. If I'm her, I'm thinking, like, oh, this is just a bigger Iron Man. Like, oh, shit. Well, he got jet boosters, too. I might as well just stand here. I might as well just stand <laughs> I, might I well guess stand she probably here. felt like no, I'm, I'm dead either way, so let me just call Tony and see where he's at. Whatever. I don't know. Bro. I just thought that was funny. That's a nitpick that <laughs> I have. Ripped. Bro, like, and it's just like, this, see, this is what I'm talking about when it's just like, when you have doppelgangers as villains, because it's just like, bro, you're not really adding a dimension you're not really adding add, add, adding anything to this. It's just like, oh, he's bad he Iron to, Man. He has to fight himself. Kind of. He has to fight. <laughs> yeah, like he has the, to fight the yin-yang he has to, Yeah, bro. He has to fight the negative version of himself with, with no targeting system and head ass. No. <laughs> That's so stupid. Like, why would you tell You ripped out my targeting section. Like, bro, what he said that? Why would you tell him that? Yeah, like, it was just so dumb. Why would you say that? Everything, because all his scenes leading up to that, he was a fucking savage, and I loved it. Like, he was killing it. Like, um, like when he met up with the terrorist group, and, like, that was, like, the real, real reveal, where he was like, well, you're supposed to kill him. And you're like, yep, see? Okay. Like, it kind of confirmed <laughs> that you knew that he was up to no good. Hell yeah. And so that happened, and then he, like, paralyzed him, and then he was like, oh, and they, like, killed him and took the suit with him and shit. Like, all those scenes, and then when he was in Tony Stark's house... And this, oh no, the scene when Pepper was uh, downloading the files, like all that shit, I was like on the edge of my seat. Like he was doing a great job. He was a very good villain and he had, I guess, some motivation. But like I said, he's kind of a sociopath at that point. Like he was ready to just see body. Like he was killing people at that point um, for like reasons not as big as like other better villains. But either way, he was was killing his performance though. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, I want to be the CEO, so let me murder people. Oh, whatever. It's just like, like yo, like, I, like your Iron Man. I, I feel like in one, I felt like that they were gonna just fall into another trap, which another a lot of superheroes do. Superhero movies do is that they kill off like, they kill off villains, you know, just to just to do it. But I was just like, bro, I thought like they were gonna do like some like, uh, some Mandarin stuff and the Ten Rings. But that's a conversation for you know Iron Man three. But you know Iron Man has a rogues gallery, and I you know I wanted that fully like explored. But I get it, you know I understand. You know at the time they were trying to service or set up an entire universe, and for this yeah. and this for, was like still small scale stuff. This was the save the world and for, stuff. And for this the, was just a conflict within Iron Man and his 
former mentor. So like, I, it was a cool story. And for this movie, I just wanted to be like, they probably were like, okay, well, we we have to make it big, but it, it's small scale in mm-hmm. terms of what's going to happen. It's still Tony Stark's story. So yeah, yeah exactly. I get you know Jeff stay Bridges. true to the fact that it was an origin story. Yeah. It wasn't like it, Iron Man. He wasn't to the point where he was saving the world yet. It just yeah. wasn't there just yet. He literally just made the suit ten minutes ago. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I, so it, it's okay. Um, it's just that, like, like I said, we're nitpicking at this point because that's how good the movie is. The tar- whenever the whenever system you feel like the stuff we're complaining about is really stupid and irrelevant, it's because the movie was really good. So, um, honestly, uh, I, I oh the way it ended, well, we could talk about that. I mean, we talked about pretty much everything in between. The way it ended. The way it ended with him saying I'm Iron Man was so perfect to me because... Like that's what fucking Tony Stark would do. Like he's now the good guy, right? He's not. He's not a complete asshole. But that doesn't mean he's not completely changed. Like he still is an attention whore. You know what I'm saying? Like he still wants that shit. So it was perfect. It was like he wasn't gonna be all all of a sudden like no, I need to be the mysterious hero. He didn't want to be. Like he wanted to be the hero, and it was cool how they let him just kind of like no, nah, like that's the direction they decided to go. Like, yeah, you know, they, Tony Stark they wants him... the attention, and he's gonna get it. And this time it's because he's saving people instead of selling weapons. And they it was just him... like a cool way to tie it up. He let him take it on because he. I think at the end of the by the end of the movie he understood that like. Okay, I need to be the change. Yeah. I need to. I need to. I need people to understand. Like, if we're gonna go about, if I'm gonna go about saving the world, then we need to do it my way. I'm the only one who's gonna be wearing this Iron Man suit. That's why I'm letting y'all know that I'm Iron Man because nobody's gonna have this tech for, you know, yeah. twenty, thirty years. Period. Yeah, nobody else needs to be taking credit for this shit. I'm. I'm handling business. Uh, and that's the Tony Stark way. Is like I'm. This is this is all me. You know, he'll remind you. Like yeah. he lets you know how much of a genius he is all the time. So I thought that was cool that they could let him be the noble hero, but still the narcissistic asshole, and they can coexist in one person and one character, and it still be a success. And I'll say that the narcissism it kind of went down because you know uh, having a hole blown in your chest kind of humbles yourself. Oh yeah, he was. I mean, he definitely was different in the second half of the movie. Yeah. But it's like they still let you get that glimpse. Like, yeah, he's still like he's that still kind he's of still guy. he's still billionaire playboy. For yeah, he's still he's still himself. Like he, that's not going to change. But he definitely has a new perspective and wants to do things differently. Like I think a great quote from here uh, that I had put in here because I, I was like, man, that was just it was it was deep, man. Like as, this is the opposite of you, the you ripped out my target. I was about to say <laughs> you ripped this out my target. You ripped out he my target. He said something to the effect he was talking to Pepper when Pepper was like going to quit because she was like, you're going to kill yourself if you keep trying to do this crazy shit, whatever it is you're doing. Oh yeah, and, and, then, and he then he was like, finally, I know what I have to do. I was like, boom. You know what you got to do, Tony. That for some reason, like it wasn't much, but it was just like I like the like something about that is inspiring when somebody is like I have a purpose and I don't give a fuck what you're talking about. I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna yeah. fulfill that shit. And so I thought that part was it was just cool. Like it really it like it added to my emotional attachment to the character. Yeah, in the movie. he understood that like yeah. you know he's not gonna be a dude out here selling weapons. He's gonna make sure that he can prevent this from happening. And there, he 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 basically it's. To to draw a quick to draw a pick a quick parallel, like in uh, it was Captain America's Civil War, and then Peter part it was in that movie, and then uh, when he was talking to Peter in his room, he said um, something like the uh, the with great power comes great responsibility quote. Mm-hmm. Let me see if I can find it really quick, and um, you know that relates to Tony. Um, that really, that really, that relates to Tony like a lot, a lot. Here we go. Civil War, Peter Parker. 
uh, responsibility. What's up, you scoundrels? It's your cousin here to give you a little bit of perspective on the Marvel Universe. So usually what you think of whenever you see a Marvel movie is you've got star-studded cast, big budget, and you know that you're going to go in with high expectations and you're in for an experience. But back whenever Iron Man came out in 2008, that wasn't the case. And so what I want to do real quick is just take a look at the four top build actors and then kind of show how this was more of a comeback story for anything. This was, this was a, a comeback story for these actors. This was a comeback for superhero movies as a whole. Before this, uh, the, I think the two most recent ones you had, you had the Fantastic Four movie, um, you had the Hulk, and then you had Daredevil. All these are coming around around 2001, 2003. None of them really that successful. Maybe the Fantastic Four one because they got a sequel, but other than that, like people weren't too hyped up about superhero movies. So whenever Marvel said that you know they were really going to dive into this and do this, it was a little bit of a surprise. Um, now your four top billed actors are going to be uh, Robert Downey Jr., Jeff Bridges, Terrence Howard, and Gwyneth Paltrow. Robert Downey Jr. had basically been blacklisted. He was uh, in 2000. You know, he was in jail for about a year and a half for drug charges. I would definitely look into more on that. And then uh, probation for a little bit afterwards, relapsing, doing a whole lot of drugs, which is fun. But you know, you got to act and get your shit together. Uh, Gwyneth Paltrow really hadn't done anything. Terrence Howard, kind of some stuff like in the early 2000s. And Jeff Bridges had really hit like a pretty solid lull there for a couple years. So um, to use this cast to really kick off the movie, I mean, everything was kind of up in the air. Nobody had any idea what was going on. So I think, I mean, that's just as you're moving forward and you kind of see what, you know, hindsight's 2020, you can kind of see what the Marvel Universe has blossomed into and become. But I mean, just kind of keep that in mind that this whole thing is a comeback story for the ages and what we have now today within the Marvel Universe, I think can be credited to the boldness of that first movie, that first casting, and then also the boldness of Jon Favreau, who, you know, hadn't really done anything since I think Swingers, and I think he produced uh, a little bit on Daredevil. And if you're not sure who that is, he's the director of Iron Man, and he also plays your favorite character, Happy. So that's just a little bit of perspective. Um, please enjoy the rest of the conversation, and uh, see you later, knuckleheads. And let me see. Well, while, while you're looking that up, yeah. let me go ahead and pose probably the most important question of this episode. Mm-hmm. Um. Don Cheadle or Terrence Howard? Uh, definitely Don Cheadle, cause Terrence Howard is a dog shit actor. Whoa. Okay, let me. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Whoa. He's not. He's not dog shit. He was good. Cause he was movie. in Hustle and Flow. He's not I've, dog shit. I've so excuse me. Excuse excuse me. Don't hate me. He's not. He's not. He's not dog shit. He's but he's look. Okay, if you look, look, look let's look at. Or I, I did a little bit. I don't feel like looking it up right now, <laughs> but. Uh, I did a little bit of this research, and after he did, like after whatever happened, when whatever went down that led to him not being part of this uh, this trilogy, and then more films going forward, like Don Cheadle was. Yeah. After that, um, his career was pretty shitty. Like he was on Empire and maybe something else, but like I would argue that Empire even isn't something to brag about at this point. 
Um, I'm telling you, dude. Oh, well, I'm not gonna say his. Uh, but Don Cheadle, that's that fucking dude. Uh, Don Cheadle's yeah. great in anything I've seen him in, regardless of the type of movie. He's yeah, just, bro. He's just a type. Like I wanna, I wanna have a beer with Don Cheadle. Terrence Howard's cool, and it's it's weird with Terrence Howard because I feel like he doesn't get taken as seriously as he should now. Because I literally am gonna just I'm gonna say it is because of the memes. Yeah. <laughs> memes, main memes. Yes, the main, the main shit is so, <laughs> so funny that when I see him on a movie, be like ma- doing serious shit, I'm like, I'm just thinking of him saying main. Like we in a suit, main. We in a suit, main. You know what I'm Look, saying? We man. in a car, main. Iron main. Iron main. <laughs> yeah, like it's just it's it's corny, but it's it's like I can't I can't separate that now, and it sucks when Don Cheadle gets on a really funny meme. And maybe I will think a little bit less of him. But right now, Don Cheadle, I mean, uh, excuse me, Terrence Howard has basically been reduced to a funny meme until he really kills another role in a film that I enjoy. Yeah, that won't be for a very long time. (laughs) I had no idea because I I was saving this question because I thought it would be a better. I thought you would be. I thought you would be a little bit more torn between the two. But you really clearly. Are in favor of only one. So listen. So back to what I was saying about this quote, right? So basically, this quote applies to to Tony Stark's whole mythos, which is uh, what Peter Parker said in Civil War. He said, "When you can do the things I can do, when you can do the things I can, but you don't, and then they, and then the bad things happen, they happen because of you." He's putting everything on his shoulders. Yeah, because like literally, too, because Tony Stark, he, 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 he was a genius. He was a genius level man who who sold weapons. He was a genius level man who sold weapons, and he knew that he could stop the sale of weapons, but he didn't do it. And because of because he didn't do it, you know, they ended up innocent people ended up getting killed, and it was his fault. Yeah, with stuff made direct, made and designed directly by him, so it really brought it close to home. Yeah, so like you know, so whenever I think of like you know responsibility is in the MCU as far as that goes, I think of that quote because that's that's Tony Stark's whole thing. That's really the whole reason that like it. That's what kind of drives him basically. But we'll go into a little bit of that later. Oh, absolutely. Um, well, I mean, I, I've well, I've put this where it's like it's right up in there in the top five area but like i said black panther has come out and i think that may have been the one that bumped it out for me yeah um but it's it's right up there it's definitely like a top tier like when when talking about marvel it's easier to talk about it more like in a top tier like first second and third tier as it is to just rank them with just straight up numbers one two three and so on and so this is definitely a top tier marvel movie like it was they, the first movie it was the first movie in the Marvel pantheon to set a standard to be like, yo, this is the movie. This is how we're gonna make it, and this is how it's gonna be. Yeah. And so. since then, they've been pretty consistent. Like they haven't. I think Hulk was maybe one of their lowest points. They've had a few other movies that didn't weren't all that great, but they they found ways to make them as good as possible, even if they had like a a, a weak plot or you know like they couldn't get the cast together. Either way, Marvel's been able to string together some if nothing else very solid movies with some great ones sprinkled in which is a lot to, like after what almost 20 movies that's a lot to say you know yeah. they've done a great job it's really hard to do so uh salute to them uh shout out robert downey jr who became one of my favorite fucking actors with this movie 
and uh, he still is one. Like I, I love seeing him in, in the new stuff too. All Avengers, everything. His chemistry with everybody's great. He just seems like a great dude to work with. But um, before before I uh, before we end this show, uh, you mentioned before we even started the pod because I, I said something about it. Uh, but you watched like half of season one of Westworld. Um, yeah. So let me just hear what you think about that. Like, what did you think of that first, ha- like the five or six episodes you watched? Like, well, what's your stance on the show? How do you feel about it? For I that? think I think it, I think the the concept of Westworld is like actually crazy. I think I'm just as of now I'm just like a little confused, you know, about mm-hmm. how the overarching stories are supposed to go. I, you know, I'm 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 very very interested in the whole concept of like, oh, this is a huge playground, like. Like, that first episode, you know, it should have hooked me, but I guess I just kind of fell off. It takes more than, like, the, usually the pilot should get you. That's the point of it. Yeah, it does yeah. take, like, two or three, and then by that point, you're like, okay, well, now I do want to know what's going on. But, yeah, I, I agree on that part. Because, you know, I mean, Westworld didn't hook me, like, and it's while it's still in the same, like, genre, in the, the same, like, you know, kind of, like, vein, you know, it didn't hook me like Stranger Things. It didn't hook me like, uh... It didn't hook me like um, like Devil Man Crybaby did. It didn't hook me like uh, like a series of unfortunate events. It didn't, you know, the the first episode didn't like hook me. I mean, no, I mean, I, not the first episode, but like as it went on, I just it just couldn't keep my attention long enough. But I need to go ahead and finish it. People at work tell me that I need to finish it, so I need to finish it. You definitely do. I think this show is more about the payoff than the journey. Like, the journey's full of some cool stuff. Yeah. For sure. Like, it's stuff that makes you, like, you enjoy watching it because you're like, oh, that was tight. There's a lot of violence, a lot of sex. Yeah. And so that, but, that, but beyond that part, they explore some really just interesting things. Like, they explore, like, the whole idea, like, well, what makes you human? Is it memories? Is it pain? Is it, like, they, they explore some stuff. But the thing is, it's a show. Too fucking you, real. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for real. Like, they get, they get deep on that shit where you're like, fuck, What I makes know. you am human? I, I need to, like, am I see, now, now, I want to finish you know it saying? like um so they, they really explore some shit that it's like you can't help it just makes you think even if you're not into everything that's going on like you can't as a person you can't help but think about those things once they're brought to your attention and that this show does their best to bring it to your attention and i will say that i've never seen um and for all the times it's just in sci-fi now like i said it's almost its own subgenre. i've never seen artificial intelligence like when you watch the whole thing the yeah. whole, like the the, to get from point A of being a robot to point B of being like a living being that's just robotic, but you you form thoughts and have and are on your own journey. The way they get from point A to point B is a really cool, creative way that almost it all. It's one of those things that makes you say like, "Hey, if this shit did happen, it probably would be kind of like this." Like it, it and that's what makes it cool to me. I think it's just real, really well written and put together. But you do have like. You have to treat the season like a ten-hour movie, where the 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 ending is like, oh shit! I can't wait to see what happens next because okay. there's gonna be a lot of parts of the season where you're like, okay, this is cool, is but it, I still don't know what the fuck's going on. Is it better than Black Mirror? Um, Black Mirror is different because it doesn't tell like a, a ongoing story, but like the the highs of Black Mirror gave me like the, the really good episodes which are, i've only seen the really good episodes i haven't watched all of it but i've watched the ones that everybody says are great and they have been great okay no i need to be the judge of this we're just gonna do an immediate like sub okay right now cut, cut so off, what cut, cut this West off <laughs> cut off Westworld. so what's the episodes of black of, of black mirror that you have seen quote unquote good 
episodes. Oh, damn. Okay, it's actually only name two. three. Uh, it's actually I've only seen two episodes. Name I, name I, I two. Look at me, stupid. Um, I saw White Bear. I bet White Bear was the. I shit. mean, you already. I mean, that's really that's enough. We can end it there. Um, no, and I saw um, uh, what's the one where the dude was taking their DNA and creating like digital clones. Oh, the Star uh, Trek type episode. Uh, oh, uh, uh, I forget it. I know what it is. I know what it, it is. It was on season four. It's the one with uh, crackhead Matt Damon. Uh, <laughs> uh dude. I know he looks dude, like somebody too. Dude, bro. Uh, it's like uh, the it's like SS something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The SS Admiral, Admiral. Yeah, the something USS. Like yeah, the USS Admiral, dude. Yeah, it was just um, like both the, of those shows were great. If every episode's like that, then Black Mirror sounds like an amazing television show. But I've, I've heard that those are the very high points. And there's I mean, some you seen. I mean, you seen White Bear, so really. Yeah, uh, I think White Bear. I think both of those probably <laughs> are like are like the epitome. Of this show, what? Oh no, 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 bro! Like, watch uh, Black Museum, Letitia Wright from Black Panther. Uh huh. She in Black Museum, bro. Okay, bro. Like, fucking, uh, that episode is just fucking insane. Like the like the whole series is insane. Okay, but I'm gonna but dig into a little bit. You more. watch Black Mirror, and I'm gonna watch Westworld. Okay, and so then we'll come back we next up, week. I'll have a couple episodes Hell yeah. till we can discuss, and I can tell you what I think. Hell yeah. Uh, hopefully, people that haven't seen those episodes, they can hear what we say and want to check it out. There will be spoilers, though. Like, there's spoilers and everything. Yeah, there's spoilers. About. Bro, if we're talking about something that came out two years ago or a year ago. This shit is spoiled It's, it's spoiled. Um, it's spoiled. It's milk. Real quick, to finish up, just the, the, my thoughts on Westworld, and then we'll go ahead and get out of here. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah so, yeah. you said you watched like five or six episodes. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, let me just ask you what, and then I can kind of set you up for this. What about the show do you like so far? I like the concept of like how how fucked up are you, really? And then also the concept of oh, like that, like who are you really? Like if you can do basically stuff with no like consequence, if you, if how you can do what you get, that's okay, big. Yeah, like I that. that was interesting. That like that whole concept is just like bro, like how how grimy of a person. Like, will you are rape you somebody really? even though yeah. it's not a person, but yeah. it looks like a person? Like that's pretty fucked up. But yeah. it looks, but like it's just like, and this is where that whole thing comes in of like, if it looks like a person, feels like a person, talks and thinks like a person, technically it should you, be a person. Yeah, you. Gotta, but yeah. but it, but really, it's just like. But they can be reset, so are they people, you know, or whatever. Like you yeah. can come up with whatever this whole, argument. This whole yeah. concept of like ethics in this is just it's it's really it's they really, really good. explore it. Yeah. yeah, and I don't know where I fell off, but I need to I need to revisit I'd it. I'd say pick up around four or five just to be sure and just finish that shit. Knock it out. Even like I said, there's times where it can feel like it's almost a chore to watch because it's not a show that you can multitask and watch. You have to watch that shit. Um but man, the payoff is so good. The finale, this finale, you're a Game of Thrones guy, right? Yeah. Okay, cool. I, I figured. Yeah. Um, I my I wasn't as in much shock and excitement and just like kind of a jaw dropping like whoa what the fuck moment. I didn't have that. I haven't had that since the finale of season one of Game of Thrones, because I didn't know like I some stuff had been spoiled for me. But Ned dying, sorry, spoiler alert. Uh, Ned having his fucking head cut off at the end of season ten. I think like, fucked season, me up. Season like one through five of Game of Thrones is like is OD. Season one through five of Game of Thrones is like some of the best television I have ever we're, seen. We're not gonna go down my, that rabbit hole. Life, road, but Game of Thrones <laughs> will be discussed in length uh, when the time is right. Um, but yes, I, I do agree. 
Um, but yeah, so that's the type of feeling I got when I was like, man, in Game of Thrones is really about the payoff most of the time. Yeah. Like, because it, it gets slow. Like you have to watch the show because there's a lot of shit that's planted and then it comes back and a lot of it's just conversing in politics. Yeah. But it's done well because the actors are great, the writing's great, and then the action in between is so fucking epic that it just makes everything worth it. Um, and so that's how I felt about it. it it's This is like on the opposite spectrum of that, but it gives you like the same type of the of like it, it satisfies you in the same way that i think game of thrones satisfies me it gives, yeah. it gives you the violence and the mindless sex and all that stuff like that stuff's cool sometimes just to watch as a guy whatever the case may be um but it gives you some like game of thrones really have you thinking like damn like is that person evil or are they just in a fucked up world and just trying to make it you know what i mean <laughs> and so there's some shit with westworld that has you like damn like whose side am i on am i like on the fucking Am I on the host side, which is the host is the robot in this show, or am I a human? Like, who who am I going for? And they'll really they'll really plant that seed going into season. I mean, two. I don't trust robot. I've seen Terminator. I, I know how that. I know how. Listen, I know how this always ends, bro. And they play this in every TV show, every movie with AI. Well, the AI is gonna become self-aware and then take everything over. Yeah, I believe that. So I mean, oh, I mean, I, fuck I, the, I so fuck, too. so fuck the robots. <laughs> honestly, I, that I don't we want need, my printer. To, I don't want my printer coming for me. We need to stop at Siri because pretty soon our phones. I think like. 20 years from now, our phones are going to be it's, doing it's, weird it, shit too. I mean, much. it's too late, bro. They already got the silicone sex dolls like you can get for two grand. <laughs> what's that? What's that? You seen Sophia or whatever? What? The, she got a name? Yeah, bitch. yeah I think f- her name's Sophia. Have you not seen that? <laughs> what the fuck? I think that's it. Look, look she got up. a name? I think it's Sophia. Look that's it up. Gross. Um, Yeah, it's really like some. It's like some. It's like the beginning stages. Can we take just a minute to look up these fucking... I want to look up one of these <laughs> It's like the beginning... It's like setting us up for Westworld. Westworld's like what? telling us what our future's going to look like. What the fuck is this? Yeah, I, I think that's the name. I, I hope I got it right. Um, why would anyone... Why? Why would anyone buy this? Two Gs? I don't think it's to buy. I don't know what it's for. I think it's like an experiment and they're showing you that like, hey, we, we're oh, on to something here. Nah, right? dude. They're Shit gonna... is creepy to me. But this this don't this don't look correct at all. This this shit she don't even look proportionate. Yeah, no, it it's weird. Um, this is <laughs> it's weird. But um, this website is bu- they don't even have torso dolls. One hundred. I'm, I'm gonna read some of these. Me- <laughs> I'm gonna read. I'm gonna read some of these measurements. Some of these Westworld measurements. All right, here we go. Look, <laughs> look. I I I I shit you not. One of these. <laughs> this this doll's ready to ship. Super tits, 156 centimeters for $1,384. She I don't even... Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> so you're going to pay... I'm going to tax refund you, on that shit. You're going to burn $1,300 on this. Maybe not that This woman one. don't even... She don't even look real. What the fuck? Uh-uh. This... This ain't. Oh, yeah, this no, is okay. this is undignified. I'm getting weirded out. This is Look, see. We're not gonna dive too far into this. Look, we'll just end it here, okay? <laughs> we're gonna end this shit here. Um, fin- finish Westworld. Like, do it for not just for me, but for yourself. We'll, bet, we'll, bet. We'll discuss it. Um, I'll, I'll try to catch some of those. I'll, I'll hit you up for those episodes of uh, Black Mirror that I should check out. We'll talk about that for sure. Next dude. time we have one of these movie pods because we've got a lot more to come. With this Marvel series I'm doing, uh, that'll be it'll be 19 episodes, including Infinity Wars. By the time I'm done, I'm trying Indeed. to do them Indeed. all in order. Black Panther was a little bit out of order with the big release it just had, but that's all good. You could listen to them in order if you want of release. Um, but yeah, go ahead and 
just subscribe if you like what you hear. Give me a positive review. Give me a good rating. Uh, follow me on Twitter at Swartmain or Instagram at Swartness. Give me some feedback. Hit me up. We can have some discussions about any this stuff any feedback. As long as it's constructive, we're always looking to improve. So make sure you give yeah, us definitely. some give us tell some me critiques, what you liked, man. You didn't like, or just tell me what you thought, or specifically what we're talking about. If you didn't agree with something cool, I'm I'm down to have conversations. You know, I'm on Twitter all day, so I will talk, I will talk back. Uh, T, anything you want to want to tell the audience here before we head out? Uh, yes, um, I'm gonna start a, um, a GoFundMe for. Um, the super tit sex doll. I need thirteen hundred. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. But uh, follow me youtube.com slash tea time. Um, the uh, my Twitter will be on the uh, on the on the description yeah, linked in the page. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do that again for y'all. So I think I've heard enough. But yeah, I'm very excited for next week. Very excited. All right, man. Uh, Till next time. Y'all have a good one. Peace. Peace.